So you are doing some research here. Yeah, so uh, Cam the intern. Got oh, his own, own podcast. Got his own podcast. But it looks good. Looks good. Logos, good Maybe graphics. Maybe it sounds good, too. Oh, Cam. Hardworking kid. Cam? Yeah. Every day that kid's stock goes up a little Doesn't bit. A little bit. Ryan Hurtry on the way. It's good off the backboard and in. I'm sorry. What a take by Tucker. Jones, another steal. Spin off Caldwell and the layup's good. I would like to see you hold a mirror up to yourself and interview yourself. As good as this was, it could only be better if it was all you. Tuning in, I was a fan. I was like, man, let's do it. Cam, thanks so much for having me on. I'm happy to be here. Joined today for the first time, Cam Isomone. Gallagher's going to have to shoot it from beyond the arc. And it's good. Jacobs for three. He got it! My goodness, what a shooting performance by I think Cam's Corner is great. Tune in to Cam's Corner. This kid's going to make it. <laughs> He's going to make it here. Corner break! His teammate, Sharchuni, now to Horace down Welcome back to another episode of Cam's Corner. Today joining me is a former Fordham Ram. He's currently overseas playing for Yambo Basketball in Bulgaria. Will Tavares. Will, thanks for joining me today, man. How have you been? Good, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. I appreciate you taking the time. You know, you're one of my first professional players to join the podcast. Rhode Island native like myself. Um, Bishop Hendrickson alum. I didn't go to Hendrickson, but I uh, knew a lot of people that went there. Um, you graduated in 2013, right? 14. 2014. Okay. And then went yeah, to... Yeah. Monroe Community College, Fordham University, and now that takes us to where you are now. So, you know, today we're going to dig deep into your career. And I always ask uh, this question to guests that come on for the first time, uh, you know, where that passion for basketball started for you and like your earliest memory of playing the sport. Um, Honestly, it started late. I was a football guy, you know, so I looked up to Reggie Bush a lot. I have been worried a number like most of my life. Um, I honestly didn't start taking basketball serious till about, sophomore year junior year of high school when I realized you know I had a talent for it and I grew and um, my love for football just wasn't the same after you know right size caught up I wasn't as strong as most of the kids at Hendrickson which you know the powerhouse for football and uh, I think I just leaned more towards basketball I feel like I had a bigger future for that so yeah when you made that transition to basketball you know at the early stages and stuff like that um who are some like role models, like, you know, professional players, maybe, or people in your life that you looked up to that, um, you know, helped you one model your game and two, just as like an athlete in general. Uh, in the NBA, I would say like guys like Allen Iverson, I didn't like copy his hairstyle and mm. uh, Kobe uh, from Rhode Island. Originally, I would probably say Ricky Lito, you know, one of the first to actually make it to that big stage um that's the one I looked up heavy to why I went to Hendrickson um I think he set the, the biggest movement for Rhode Island when it comes to professional sports you know? yeah most definitely and along like the same lines you know talk about some memorable coaches that you've had you know you've been able to play for throughout your yeah. career and if you know people, those coaches that have shaped you as a player yeah uh, definitely obviously coach Gomes yeah um his coaching style helped me a lot when I got to college you know you don't really realize it when you're at that age but the way he coaches it makes the game a lot easier when you get to a higher level because you've already been there done that 
And it's just a winning culture over there, which I took over when I went to Fordham, to Monroe, even here, you know, still things that I do from there, I do here, you know, so. Right, yeah, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to talk to him. And he's, you know, again, like you said, coached oh, yeah. so many great athletes and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. very, very wise man. I wish when you know, when I was in high school, I was, you know, be able to coach by him. It's like a ton of athletes that have came out of his system. And, you know, I've been so successful like yourself. But again, starting off with high school, uh, coming in a few years after Boston Celtics head coach now, Joe Missoula, uh, I've been able to talk to him. You know, again, like you just said, you're coached under uh, Jamal Gomes. You know, what were your expectations like coming in your freshman year? Did you originally start at Hendrigan? Yeah, so I did start there as a freshman, played okay. freshman uh, under his brother, Coach Thiago Gomes, uh, which to this day was still one of my it's my guys. He would bring me home after every practice. Um, then my sophomore year, believe it or not, I didn't make varsity. I uh, played JV, and I felt like that year was the year that took me over the hump, you know. That's when I started really, really falling in love with it. That's where my confidence started coming in. And then it took me over to my junior and senior year at, when I was playing on the Coach Gomes. So it was only two years of varsity, believe it or not. Some people think I played four years, three years, but I was a late bloomer for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of going off those same lines, like what was like your success like at Hendrick and like over the years, like you said, you were a little bit of a late bloomer, but what were some of the teams you were a, a part of and like the great players that you played with as well? Um, So my freshman year, we had – three freshman players that played varsity. Mm-hmm. Um, Kazri Cummings, um, Lee Messier, and Keon Rayner, which were all, I believe, Division One, if not Division Two athletes when it came all said and done. Um, my junior year, we had a really good team. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't part of the, uh, the seven in a row championship. I didn't win a championship at Hendrickin, but uh, everyone after me or before me, was I was there to see it so uh yeah man not not much too much success but definitely great learning and, and from coach from coach Gomes yeah but your senior year you had like a lot of success I mean um you know looking at like the Fordham website how they had a lot of the things that highlighted your high school career um yeah. if I'm not mistaken you know all league all division first teams um yeah. 2013 player of the year um you know just describe that year and like how the uh as you said like the transitional process was going into college and like what the recruiting process was like and what teams were looking at you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, actually I should mention this. So out of Hendrick and originally I didn't have anything at all. So I did a a postgraduate year in Florida down in, uh, impact Academy. It's like 10 minutes away from IMG. Um, that's where my recruitment started picking up. Um, my first division one offer was from South Dakota. Um, I didn't go because the coach got fired and he got hired at a division two school out of Minnesota, which I was almost going to commit there. But, um, you know, I just felt like I was a division one player, man. Like I just, that was where my head was at and I wasn't going to let anyone tell me otherwise. And I took the chance to go to a junior college. I didn't have to, I qualified straight out of Hendrick and I didn't have any great issues. I just went to my for exposure. You know, and when I went to Monroe College, that's when everything started to really pick up. So uh, I went in there not knowing what to expect. Um, graduated Hendrickson at 17 years old, did the post-grad year, 18. Still one of the youngest guys at Monroe. You know, for people that don't know, junior college is usually where people go for a second chance. So a lot of guys are 21, 22, just trying to find a scholarship, you know. So I'm one of the youngest guys. 
uh, Monroe is considered one of the powerhouses in the East Coast. Didn't know that till I got there. So uh, I didn't know where I was going to fit in, you know. So I just went there and I ended up starting every game my freshman year. And I was player of the year of the region my freshman year. Did the same thing my sophomore year. And that's when a lot of Division One started coming in. I ultimately started – I committed to Fordham. I could have went higher, but I felt like that was the spot for me, you know. No, yeah, definitely. And like you said, Monroe like yeah. definitely sparked the fire for you. You know, twenty first yeah, yeah, yeah. on the all time scoring list. You know, XP yeah. Player of the Year, like you said. Um, you know, yeah. explain with all these awards, like what what does that mean to you as a player? Like again, winning Player of the Year previously before that, and things like that. Like, what does that mean to you as a player? Well, I mean, like for any self self doubt that I had, that definitely erased that. Because mm-hmm. I mean. I proved that I can play at that level. I proved that I can play against high-level Division One guys. That's what junior college is, you know? So when I received all those awards, I was like, hey, man, like, I really have a chance to do this. Like, that's when the professional thoughts really started becoming reality. I started really building a routine every day, just working on my weaknesses, and then that led me here. You know? Yeah, definitely. And like you said, um, with Monroe – uh, you could have went higher after Monroe, you know, but you just added yeah. on Fordham, um, you know, just elaborate a little bit on that. Like what were the types of schools that were offering you and, you know, what was your mindset like going into deciding on predominantly in uh, Fordham? Yeah. So um, I went to a all American junior college camp after my freshman year, my player year, uh, year. Um, so I had a, about a good amount of Pac-12 schools, a lot of West Coast schools, you know, they like bigger guards. Um I took a visit out to Fresno State, um, San Jose State, um, Rhode Island, Providence, uh, Bryant schools, a lot of Rhode Island schools. Um, I committed early, though. So a lot of the bigger, bigger schools that didn't really have a chance to come in. So uh, I took a visit out to Florida, I believe, right before my sophomore year. It just seemed right, man. Like, I don't know if you've been there before, but the campus is beautiful. It's right in New York City. I was already in New York because of Monroe. So I felt like that was an easy transition to begin with. Um, the coaches told me I would play right away. And that was one of my biggest things. I didn't want to go too high and have to just sit there and wait for my opportunity. I wanted to play right away. Yeah, exactly. Um, so for Fordham, was, it was perfect for me, educational-wise, athletic-wise, everything. Yeah, I love that mindset. Like when I was uh, going – you know, my first year in college, I went to Rhode Island College. I didn't. Uh, right now, I'm at URI, but I spent two years okay. at Rick. And um, yeah, yeah. you know, my my prof- like not profession, but my major and stuff. What I want to do is I want to become a broadcaster. You know, obviously for basketball because basketball is like yeah. you know my number one passion. But this podcast sure. and all that stemmed from that. And URI has given me so many opportunities to reach out, like people like you, and yeah. you know, player ex players. Like they just kind of like you said, they reach out, and um, yeah. you know, everything happens for a reason. So with that decision, um, definitely was it helped you succeed, you know, going down the line, but I would like to, you know, highlight stuff from your play style and something I like to pick out in players that I have on the show is like key parts to their game and things like that. So, you know, watching some yeah. of your tapes, I've seen, you know, a very high shooting percentage, very explosive around the rim, you know, just kind of elaborate on your game and how you've been able to, you know, mold it into what it is now. Yeah. So I could remember when I first started picking up the ball, I was just a shooter. I wouldn't leave the three-point line. I would just shoot. And then as I started getting older, I would get more athletic. I was getting more athletic, I should say. And um, my game going to the basket started becoming 
not my main thing, but like what I would look to be my go-to, you know? So um, then I started mixing both together, which kind of led me to be the score I am today. Um, helped a lot at Monroe. Um, I feel like I gave a lot of defenses troubles because you didn't know if you wanted to go under screens, over screens. I feel like I'm really good in transition. That's why I really thrive. So that's where my game became com complete. So I feel like when I got to Fordham, they added the defense aspect to my game. They were really huge on defense, and they made me guard the ball 94 feet, which today has helped me tremendously playing professionally. I can score the ball. I can guard 94 feet. I can guard your best player, you know, so it's kind of made me a complete player. So it's, obviously I still have weaknesses, but, you know, we're, we're still working on that for sure. Right, and, you know, mm -hmm. talking a little bit more about Fordham, you know, you spent your junior and senior year there playing in the A-10, again, in the same conference as URI, which I mentioned. Yeah. I, go, I go there now. So, you know, like you said, you're yeah. from Rhode Island. So just talk about a little bit about those uh, Rams matchups, what it was like, you know, going to them and them coming to you and stuff like that. Oh, uh, man. So we played at URI my junior. That was my first year at Fordham. That was crazy. Had all my friends there. I started that game. Mm -hmm. I started, that was one of the 10 games I think I started. Um, didn't play too well, which seems to be like, the normal thing for guys coming back home. I was a little nervous. You know, my mom, probably one of the five games she's ever been to in my life. So, you know, I was really nervous for that. But we got the win. That was the most important thing. Um, my senior year, that was when URI was ranked top 25, I believe. So that was like guys like Jared Terrell, uh, E.C. Matthews, those guys. Um, they had came to Fordham. They slapped us up a little bit, but – you know, it was a great experience, you know, and that was a good year for me, too. And um, I still have the most respect for Coach Hurley. You know, he sat down with me, went on a visit. And even after that game, he's just like, man, your improvement from Monroe to your senior, it's two different people, you know. So I have the ultimate respect for that guy, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And now your senior year comes around, you lead the team in scoring, second in rebounds, yeah. fourth in steals and everything. And once you graduated, how long was it until you got a professional deal? Um with Bulgaria, I mean, was that the first deal that you got or like, you know, how was that process like for you? Yeah. So that, this is, that's when the journey really started. So right. um, after my senior year, I had got hurt halfway. I just had got a cortisone shot in my knee for people that don't, um, that helped me play almost the rest of the season. Like I missed the A-10 conference play. Um, it started to wear off. So I had to get surgery right after the season. Um Originally, the recovery was supposed to be five to eight weeks. It ended up turning out to close to four months, I would say. So that kind of made me postpone my NBA workouts that I did have. Um, I couldn't really do any pre-draft stuff. I was still recovering. And um, that first year after graduating, four, I didn't even play at all. Um, I had an agent that promised me a whole bunch of stuff. It didn't happen. Um, I was still recovering, you know, it was, it was a really bad year for me. And, uh, um, I would say it molded me to be who I am today. Like, uh, if you ask most people to say, well, very resilient when it comes to basketball, like I never gave up. I'm here because I worked hard. And I really honestly believe that. So. Right. So exactly going along those same lines, like when did that offer to start playing professionally come after, you yeah. know, that year you took off? Uh, so my first year pro was actually the second year uh, after I graduated from Forum. So that was in Chile. I went okay. to Chile, 
in, I believe, November, right before Thanksgiving. That was COVID year. So I played up right until the world basically shut down. I was playing well, but, you know, COVID stopped everything. Um, then my second contract was in Egypt, which was still kind of during COVID. I mean, COVID, sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was there for about three to four months. Uh, season, we barely played any games just because COVID caution and stuff. And, and last year, I actually was with the Salt Lake Stars of Utah Jazz G League team. Um, I was there for about almost two months, maybe a month and a half. Uh, but because of medical conditions and stuff like that, I actually stopped playing basketball for about three or four months to get that situated. And that was last year around – I came back probably around April, I would say, March, April. So I was basically sidelined from about November to April, you know. Um, that got situated. I got cleared. And I spent this whole summer just getting back in shape, played with my Caverian national team which is um, out in West Africa. So we're in World Cup qualifiers right now. We actually have last round in this February coming up. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and then that led me here, you know, playing well with the World Cup qualifiers. I got noticed and I'm here in Bulgaria. So this has been your first official year with the program, right? Your full year, yeah. With, yeah, full year. Year, yeah. So yeah, yeah so yeah, something yeah. like that really catches my eye with, you know, players that come out of college and I like, starting to play professionally is that transition. You know what I mean? Like obviously yeah. as me as a player, I've only played in high school and like I obviously never took the yeah. playing route, but you know, the game, the pace of the game and all that, <laughs> it just seems so much faster. And you have to, I feel like the adjustment is very, very crucial for again, young college kids coming into a professional scene. So for you, what was that transition? Like, like, you know, your first year with Chile and then now where you are in Bulgaria. Yeah. So uh, Chile was pretty, it was very, it was fast paced kind of running gun type. Um, Egypt the same. G League was, you know, similar NBA style. You know, guys are trying to prove themselves to get that ten day or standard contract, whatever it is. So that was that was cool. Um, this year in Europe is very. I wouldn't say they're as athletic as me, but they're very very smart. So they you like you look at players like Luca like joker like all those type of guys it's literally a mind game with these these guys you know so that's the biggest transition just knowing when to attack when not to attack understanding that they rely on help defense out here you know it's not one-on-one -on -one. everything's team basketball even the lifestyle like everything you do is team oriented you know there's no single guy here and like everyone's together you know and i feel like that's the biggest transition i'm um, still learning you know, this certain reads are very different from American basketball, but I'll definitely say the way they, they play the game is a lot different. It's not as fast, but it's definitely strategic for sure. Right, definitely. And like you said, um, that transition and that the style of play is, is much different. And again, like the transitions from, you know, IQs and things like that. But um, as yeah. far as like competition, how have you seen like the competition going against, um, you know, now professionals? Um, It's... It's kind tough, of along man. the same lines, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, obviously, I have the confidence that I'm unguardable. Like, that's how I should be. But, mm -hmm. you know, it, there's guys out here that could really play. They're really physical. You know, they may not look it at all. You may look at somebody and be like, oh, man, there's no way. But when they once they step on that court, it's, 
they fear nobody just like you and it's professional you know it's how people feed their families and people are playing like that's all they got you know so you have to take that into consideration and do what you do as well yeah definitely man and I, I wish you the best and I'm glad that you reached out you know wanted to be a part of Cam's corner I appreciate it and again looking at your no career problem, as a whole brother. yeah to kind of just you know sum everything up what is uh I always ask all the guests at the end like what their most memorable moment of their whole career is like a memorable moment that sticks out to you and you know that stays with you to this day even it could have been last week it could have been three years ago like something that just truly sticks with you that you know that, that's with you to this day I'd probably rewind to my senior um, of, at Fordham. Uh, we had played Florida State. That was the team I went to Elite, I believe. Um, I had a really big game, I believe like 25 or something. We lost, but I feel like after that game, I just like knew, like, you know, when you can play against that type of level, like I just knew like, okay, that this is what I needed. Like, I remember it vividly. I remember everything. I remember the interview after. I think that was my turning point right there, that that game specifically. So I would definitely say that was one of the biggest moments. Awesome, man. Uh, I guess I guess one yeah. more question I had was, you know, like players that you grew up with, like uh, David Duke, you know, players yeah, probably yeah, like Cole Swider and all those guys. Like, what's it like seeing them now at the next level? And how does that help? How does that help motivate you to get to the same place there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so David, someone I grew up with, I'll uh, actually send you a picture later. Like, he was tiny, like ten years old. Uh, mm. To see where he's at now is 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 crazy, man. It's crazy because we worked out with the same trainer. Um, I've watched literally watched him go up to who he is today, and I've been to a few Nets game, and, it, and it's crazy to just see him there. You know, with guys like Kyrie, people I look up to, you know, right. like KD and stuff like that, and it's crazy. Cole, Cole too, man. Like I've known Cole since he was he was young, man. To see him there with Braun now is. It's crazy, man. I just hope that more Rhode Island people can get to where they're at. It's obviously still, still a goal of mine to get there, you know, and I'm going to keep chasing it for sure. Um, but I'm going to do what I got to do for now, and we'll see where it takes me. Yeah, for sure, Will. I wish you the best, man. You know, all the guests I have on, I'd like to ask, you know, to close it out. Like, what do you think of Camp's Corner and who might you want to see uh, as a featured guest, you know, along the line? Uh, yeah, man. I think you're doing big things, man. There's not a lot. Of people I would say are in Rhode Island that is doing what you're doing. So definitely stick with it. Um, I would definitely say does it have to be an athlete? Does it matter? Um, athlete of like any sport usually. I mean, I like to talk to a lot of okay. people of the sports culture, but I mean anybody really. Oh, let's try to get David on here, man. Yeah. I think that'd be that'd be good. Uh David or even Cole. You had Cole yet or no? No, not yet. No. Well, one of them too, you know, for sure. Or mm-hmm. another professional player. I'm sure I'll helping out with that for sure but uh yeah man let's try to get some more pro guys and let's get this thing going brother i really think you have a future in it you know you have like out of your questions are just like spot on like it like leads on to the next one man i, I really I enjoyed it hopefully you can share it send it to the people back home and hopefully they enjoy yeah, as well you. i got you brother no problem <laughs> thanks i'll stay in touch man thank you all right brother see you